Well, how are you? And welcome in uh, to the uh, Ken Miller Show here on the Big Talker KBGG 1700. It's Ken Miller and Trent Condon as we uh, talk the world of sports with you and do so right up until 2 o'clock today. And we'll do so Monday through Friday in this time slot from noon until 2 well, fingers crossed for the next 10 years, right? Where have I said that before? <laughs> Hasn't been too long ago, actually. Good to be back on the radio. I've missed you guys. What a great week to start back on the radio. It's game week after all. The reason you do this job is you do this job from September until they cut down the nets in uh, in basketball, whenever that may be, the first Monday in April. And then you get through kind of the slow period, right? Although the Cubs have been great for business, as you well know. The Twins are doing a great job this year. They're a story. But it is an absolute perfect time to relaunch. Uh, my brand here, my new brand, the Ken Miller Show on radio. Trent's going to play a huge role in this program. What I can promise you during this time slot and Trent and I haven't talked about this, but listening to Trent and kind of getting to know Trent over the years, Trent talks sports. I talk sports. You're not going to you're not going to hear politics in this two o'clock time slow uh, time slot. You tune in here to listen to sports. You want to watch Fox News? You want to watch Sean Hannity? You're not going to listen to him break down the Big Ten, right? Uh, Rachel Maddow's not where you're going to want to go to to get her opinion on the um, on the NFL and uh, the NFC North. Uh, Wolf Blitzer, you, you couldn't care less about. He couldn't care less about Joel Lanning playing linebacker. This is a sports show, and I can promise you, and I will tris, twist Trent's arm uh, that we're going to do sports in this slot, and we'll do sports for two hours each and every day. Then the Big Talker seventeen hundred will take a two hour national respite when Tiki and Tierney will uh, air over the airwaves from two until four before local programming comes back from four until six. A lot of local programming coming your way on 1700. The Hawkeye Huddle is back on Tuesday and now two shows in the afternoon, one from noon to two, one from four to six. He's my co-host. He's along for this ride and he's going to be doing a lot. Uh, You're going to hear a lot of him on 1700. He's Trent Condon. Trent, uh, first of all, thanks for making way for me. I of appreciate course. it. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about sports. And what a great week. It is a perfect week for it. Welcome aboard to uh, back to Where have I heard welcome aboard before? I've heard that a time or I two uh, throughout the years. But glad to have you with you. Yeah, it's, yep. it's your home. Radio yeah, I agree. is your home. And uh, say what you will about radio in general. Sports Talk Radio, we know the importance of it here. And like you said, sports. Yeah, that's, and that's what I'm about is good. sports. I, I don't like to delve into you know the, the politics side of things. I have my opinion. I don't feel like I'm read up enough on it, though, to actually throw it out on the airways. What I do feel I know is sports, and especially the local store, sports. And as you know, Ken, it starts with the Cyclones. It starts with the Hawkeyes of this market, and we'll be talking a ton of that. Yeah, they're the needle movers. Coming up on the show today, Mark Morehouse of Cedar Rapids Gazette will get his thoughts on the Hawks as they prepare uh, for their lid lifter against Wyoming, 11 o'clock on Saturday morning on the Big Ten Network. Dylan Montz, who is in Ames. Matt Campbell has just finished his first Game week press conferences of the year, uh, and Dylan's busy talking to players now. So Dylan will be by on Mondays, one twenty. We're going to have Dylan Montz every Monday. Bama Bob is here today. Look, uh, man and women, for the most part, cannot live on hawks and clones alone, right? I'm that same way. Uh, certainly that way. Uh, I need to branch out a little bit between uh, beyond our borders. And Bama Bob talks college football on a national basis. He'll be here today at twelve forty. 
Uh, Dylan Montz, I told you, at 120. And then Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I've I've missed Mitch. We have some good banter back and forth. Mitch, obviously, the voice of the Chiefs. Me, kind of a hardcore Broncos fan over the years. I didn't have an opportunity during the lead-up to Super Bowl 50 to talk to Mitch, and I missed that opportunity. But Mitch will be here. This is the home-and-away voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot going on at 1700. Westwood won Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night football. Chiefs, the home of the UNI Panthers. Uh, 1700 is uh, really more than dipping its toe into sports. We are going to do a lot of sports right here. Uh, Trent, uh, let, let's start off. I, I guess we, we have to start off with with the the two needle movers. It is, after all, game week. We'll do, we got Mark coming up in just a, a couple of minutes. A twelve twenty or so, Mark will be here. Uh, I listened to Matt Campbell's press conference earlier today. There wasn't really a lot that came out of it. Some new names on the depth chart: Tonga Moa, the uh, the Samoan who was so late getting here, just uh, got clearance last week. Uh, he is going to play. He's going to dress, uh, as, as Matt Campbell said. I have no idea what that means as to how much you're going to see him on the field. But where you sit, when you've talked with Jimmy B about this Cyclone football team, mm-hmm. the 2017 edition, what, in your opinion, is keeping Matt Campbell up at night right now? What is his biggest fear going into this year? Because, as you well know, his skill positions, certainly in the receiver spot, never seen anything like it at Iowa State. There have been some good ones, not enough of them. But this this roster is absolutely stacked, so stacked, in fact, that he pointed out that Hakeem Butler, not Alan Azard, might be the most gifted uh, receiver in the wide receiver meetings, which is really saying something. But what do you think's keeping him up at night? For me, I think the easiest answer would be, well, it's got to be what's happening with the offensive line. A lot of moving parts. Not the defensive line, the offense, huh? That's where I think most people would start. I'd be defensively. I would, too. And just the front seven in general. Mm-hmm. The Joe Lanning story, it was a fun story throughout this. But he was a quarterback. It was a quarterback yeah. making the move. A quarterback that hasn't played defense in seven years. and people. I think when he was a freshman in, at, at Ankeny High School, before the high school split, mm-hmm. I think... He played safety and quarterback. Right. I think. But it's been a long time, you're to going, your point. You're going back, yes. Yeah, and we're years. talking about a Power 5 school whose starting quarterback last year is now the starting line. Now the kid's an athlete. Sure. Playing flat-out sure. athlete. Um, but he's used to the playbook, right? Mm-hmm. You you would think that he would star or, or, or not have as much trouble adapting to the defensive side of the ball because he knows all the plays that are being run against him in the spring. I can't wait to see how it plays out. I agree with you on the front seven on the defense. It's so many concerning elements to it. And, and there's pieces that you know the names, Guys that saw some action, the JUCO guys coming in. Yep. You mentioned Tom Leo Moore. Sangamo. Yeah, yep. you know and th- those guys are names just right now. Mm-hmm. But the jump to the Big Twelve now, and Ray Lima is another one, by yes, the way. It, but they really like him at Kansas State. In the past, it took a while for them to kind of mm-hmm. get ratcheted up, and that's why Bill Snyder for years didn't play a real difficult non-conference schedule for Iowa State. It starts right away. You can't afford to lose to you and I. No, I don't know if you can afford to lose to Iowa if the hope is to get to six wins. At the very least, you got to beat one of the two mm-hmm. Iowa and Texas in the first month. You have to win one of those two. I don't disagree. To, to be bowl eligible. And because you have the new faces there, the Juco guys, Lanning, taking snaps away from him when he was running some offensive plays a week and a half ago. You know, all these oddities that have come out here. I think he's going to play offense, Trent. I do. I, I think so, too. You wonder how big is that package going to be. And, and most importantly... Well, I hope it's not very big to answer your question. Right. Yeah, I, a package, right? a package, because this is the thing that's confused me about it. When we heard that two weeks ago that he was out there running through a whole practice, 
it was. So you're taking away a guy that hasn't played defense in seven years, mm-hmm. and you're taking away reps from him. Who has a redshirt freshman behind him in the linebacker spot. You're taking those reps away where they seem so important. Maybe I'm overrating that, but that, to me, was concerning. And I had a theory. Maybe it's a case where Lanning is going to be a guy that's going to play, but he's not going to play 70 snaps a game at middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. It might be 40 there, a package offensively, do a couple different things with him that way. He's not the all-Big 12 performer that already some people in Cyclonation think he's going to be at middle Trent, linebacker. I've seen stuff where people believe uh, they, they truly believe that he will play at the next level. And, and look, at, I hope they're right. Yeah. But, but let's let him play a game first. Let, let's let him play Saturday night against you and I, and let's follow him the next week against Iowa. Let's just see where he's at. Let's just not anoint this guy. And again, I, I watched him in high school. He's a marvelous athlete. His whole family is. His, his older brother was a terrific player. Uh, Jeff Lanning uh, played baseball. He actually went to Nebraska on a baseball scholarship. He was a terrific player. Got hurt in his final game, I think, against Valley. Um in, in, a, in a playoff game. So point aside, it, it, he's got a chance. But let's just let him walk before he runs, before we go ahead and crown him as, you know, wherever you want to be, wherever you want to anoint him. Let's, let's, let's see how, what, he, you know, what he could do first. And you could be an incredible athlete and still not be able to I, play defense yes, very well. I know. Uh, what's it going to take? And, again, back to the reps point. There are little nuances that a football player just is ingrained through years and years of repetition. He doesn't have that on the defensive side of the ball. Again, you go back to this. People talk about Jabril Peppers. Well, he played 11 positions, whatever it was last year. Right, but he's also been doing this since he was in middle school. Mm -hmm. He's been doing those different things all throughout. He didn't take a seven-year hiatus and then jump back into it last year for Michigan. He was still doing those things throughout. That's the big difference, and I think that's why it's difficult to try to make that connection of what Lanning's trying to do and anybody else has played offense and defense together. Mm. Do you think this is a bull team? Very close. See, Very close. I, I agree with you, and, and you know, later on when we do our uh, probably toward the end of the week, I, I think this year's side, because I don't like Iowa this year. I, I do not. I, I think that they're, they're, they're both in the same boat. I, honestly, one of them, my forecast, one of them's going to be five and seven. Mm-hmm. One of them's going to be six and six. Hey. And the Seahawk game obviously is going to play a significant role in determining which team is five and seven and which team is six and six. I know Nathan Stanley got the uh, nod as the starting quarterback today. The offensive line is back intact. They, they, they won, the, they, they, they were named the best offensive line in college football last year. I wasn't so sure that they deserved that. They're very good, don't get me wrong. The receivers are pedestrian, unless they've got a young kid that's willing to step up. We don't know that either yet. Right. Anytime that you've got Matt Vandenberg on the field as your number one receiver, Matt Vandenberg's not a number one receiver on, I don't know, give me give me a power five school where Matt Vandenberg's a number one. Not too many of them, my yeah. point being. I love their tight ends. Their linebackers are solid. Mm-hmm. Their secondary, Desmond King is gone. Greg Mabin is gone. Brandon Snyder's hurt. So they got to replace three guys that played there last year. I'm not sold on this Iowa team this year. Obviously, the schedule ratchets up like they haven't seen it in a long time, yeah. right? That that bill has come due. They've been fortunate. And they, to their credit, they've taken advantage of that kind of easy draw that they were awarded in the Big Ten. And they've been wonderful rides that they've taken everybody on. But that that debt's come due. So as far as Iowa, I see a lot of eight and fours. I see some nine and threes, ton of seven and fives. I'm going to go a little peg below that here. I really am. I was at 6-6 six and six basically throughout the summer. And doing this now for 
13 years. I always want to stay with what I think I know throughout the summer. I don't want to read the press clippings in August games. Because you tend to ratchet it up, you don't do, you? You do, and, yep. and you get excited for it. And yep. for the most part, I've done a good job. Six becomes seven, seven yep. becomes eight. And uh, then you're you're falling into that trap. And mm-hmm. same thing on the Iowa State side. Yeah, maybe they're four or five wins, and then you start, you know, this team can get bull eligible. You just you start to do that. And I try to stay away. I have a feeling that Iowa's going to be better than you anticipate. Mm-hmm. Not great. I don't think the division's going to be very good. I don't think No, Wisconsin- it's Wisconsin and everybody else, though. I mean, Wisconsin, I think Wisconsin can run the table, quite honestly. They got a, They get Michigan at home. They do. Um, no Ohio State, no Penn State. No Ohio State, no Penn State. And look, at Hornibrook's the key there. If right. they can get anything from their quarterback, their linebacker, they got lost a lot at linebacker, and Cici's injury this year, yes. that's devastating to them. But I think they're the best team by a long shot in the West. You don't see it that way necessarily? I don't think they're going to be nearly as good as people anticipate. I think they're going to be 9-3 and three good. That's good enough to win the West. I'm going Northwestern. Okay. I'm going to take Northwestern. Got to, a quarterback, got a running back, yep. got a decent defense. Defenses, I, I think, can make a step forward mm-hmm. this year. I like them. Austin and I Carr think, is a blow. I, I mean, think it's going to be condensed, though. It might be a three-way tie at 6-3. and three. Okay. Can Iowa get there? No. 6-3? and three. No, they can't. Five and four, I could buy. Six and three, that's when we're starting to stretch and we're, we're reading too much of the August clippings. I'm with you there. Yeah. Five and four, sure. I can't go six and three in the Big Ten with this. Where team. are you in Nebraska? Down. Way down. Down. <laughs> if six and six, seven and five. Uh, yeah, listen. I mean, if, if I'm right, um, the Black Friday could be for bowl eligibility for one Ooh, of these schools. Because I'm honestly, that's where I'm at with Iowa. I really am. And Nebraska, the same way. I like Tanner Lee, but let's you know, let's tap the brakes a little bit on Tanner Lee. Let's see how he holds up to Big Ten competition. Uh, and they've had a ton of injuries this uh, this fall. So I, I think it's Wisconsin. I'm with you. Northwestern is the team to beat. Uh, P.J. Fleck didn't have a quarterback in the spring. Who know who knows where he's at there? Um, but I just think that we're about to see an Iowa. Kind of a down tick. They have one every few years. I think we're on the precipice of it. I really do. So we're flipping the calendar to basketball. What? No, well, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, it's a, boy, they are going to be fun, aren't they? Oh boy, yeah. And uh, Iowa State's going to look a lot different this year. It's completely different. I mean, here, here's the thing: if you're if you're putting arrows beside the four programs, right? The basketball, men's, men's Iowa, Iowa State basketball uh, and football. Iowa State's football arrow is going up. Its basketball arrow is going down. In my opinion, Iowa's football needle is pointing down. Their basketball needle is pointing up, which is a complete flip of the four of them. And the fan bases, that's going to be a change for them, too. There's going to be a group that is it's going to be difficult to turn the page if Iowa goes 5-7 and seven or 6-6 six and right. six and plays in a low-level game. Or Iowa State football, how well are they going to travel knowing you know, the basketball team's not going to be quite as good? good that point. trip to Kansas City is not going to be fun. Hey, let's hop in the car and let's go to a bowl game instead. I couldn't could agree be a lot with you more. Doing that Look, I, six and six. I'm looking forward to the uh, days again of 15,500 at Carver-Hawkeye uh, th- this winter. And let's, here's the other thing about it, and I love it. Yeah, I'm going to probably not be real pleased when we get to the Big Ten tournament mm-hmm. earlier than normal, but we've got conference play in December this year. Yes. I mean, how good is that? It's going to be really good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. And Iowa, their schedule broke incredibly well. They scheduled terribly in the non-conference Big Ten schedule, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But 
we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. Indeed we will. Let's get a break. Our first one, it's the Ken Miller Show. Website, Twitter, still to come, but we are working feverishly on it. Trent Condon is in tow. We are here until 2 on the Big Talker 1700. The phone number is 264-1700. Welcome to all of you joining or finding the show for the very first time. We're here Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking sports with you at 264-1700. It's the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies, and they're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Reliable towing. Attention drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found the Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options the Casey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. The Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit the Casey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 
Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show here on the Big Talkers 1700 KBGG. Talking the world of sports with you right up until 2 o'clock here today. Uh, in, the, uh, in the next hour, Dylan Monts on the Cyclones. He's finishing up stuff up in Ames. Matt Campbell has his or had his introductory game week press conference of the year. Dylan's uh, doing some work there, so we'll grab him at 120. Bama Bob still to come this hour, but let's head to the Hawkeye side of things, shall we? He's our good friend Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, the gazette.com backslash sports, where you can read Mark Morehouse, Michael Loss, and the entire team. Hello, Mark. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon and myself. How are you? Two old voices in a whole new package. I How about kinda, that? I, I've, I've been waiting for this this radio marriage to happen. It's kind of like uh, last night's Game of Thrones. I've been waiting. Everybody's <laughs> waiting for that to happen, kind of, but just totally different. Yeah, yeah. that made it weird, right there, didn't yeah, it? Made it weird. <laughs> yeah, but here's hoping this marriage lasts longer. This media marriage lasts longer than some of my other ones. Uh, and the Game of Thrones was terrific, by the way. But I, we'll get into say we'll say no that. spoilers. No, no, spoilers, no, spoilers. no spoilers. It's terrific. Uh, Mark, uh, the, the depth chart came out for Iowa, just came out uh, for the uh, game number one against Wyoming. Spoilers, or and was there anything? I, mean, I guess we'll start right there. What jumped off the page with you? Did anything when you saw this depth chart? Um, anything j- jump off it as far as uh, got your attention? Well, it's a little thing, but to me it's a big thing, and that's Akram Wadley on kick return, and that really says, to me, it says uh, Kirk Ferentz isn't messing around with special teams. I mean, if you look at everything that's happened between the end of last season and now on special teams, I mean, they went and found Kevin Spencer to be the special teams quality coordinator. Um, he's just a guy who won. Uh, you know, he's coached special teams in the NFL for like 20 years, right. and he won the uh, NFL uh, uh, special teams coach of the year in, I want to say, 2010. So, Obviously, a very accomplished guy. You've got a bunch of players moving around. Uh, LeVar Woods has taken over special teams coordinator this year, almost all of it. Next year, all of it. So, Akron Wildly on kickoff returns tells me that uh, they're not messing around. They really they want to really gain an advantage on, on special teams. Beyond that, really, no little things. Little things. Um, T.J. Hawkinson winning at least looks like a starting role at one of the tight end spots. I think that's a big deal. 
came out of kind of came out of nowhere. He must have had a really good camp to kind of to uh, sit at the top for now. Um, other little things. Uh, oh, a uh, punter, uh, Colton Rassetter, the, the uh, sophomore walk-on, uh, wins, wins the punting job. Uh, now the curse of the, the only scholarship specialist continues. Ryan Gersandi was the guy who got beat out there. Iowa gave him a scholarship last fall. Don't close the book on him. Maybe he can be something later on. But uh, right now it looks like Colton Rastetter. And it looks like Miguel Racinos, uh has won the kicking job. So small things. Um, I think Saturday we'll see some bigger things. Uh, uh, you look at that depth chart, you see Tristan Wirfs. I think he probably plays. I think they kind of need him right now. I think there's. I think Boone Meyer, Myers is a little bit dinged up on uh, at left tackle. So I think that makes room for, for a need for Tristan Wirfs. So I, I see him playing. A.J. Epinez is on there. He was playing. I think everybody kind of got that. Yep. But, yeah, it's a exciting day for, I think, for our fans because some of the things you thought or you kind of get to see now, and Epinez is very much one of those things. Well, Mark, taking you back to kids' day, there was a lot of shuffling of that offensive line. You missed and mentioned Tristan Wirfs and a guy that is built like a tackle. That is something this Iowa team the last couple of years, as good as they've been run blocking, they've struggled in pass protection. Could that be another element here where Boone Myers may be better suited to be playing inside and getting what would be considered a, a true tackle over there on the other side with Wirfs? Could that play a play a, a role in this and the shuffling around of the offensive line? I want to give Myers credit for, I still think he's probably a better tackle than the young guys just because he's experienced. And, Last year, you remember Cole, uh, uh, Cole Crossan got hurt, and he w- just was not an effective left tackle for a, t- for a, a stretch because of which leg was hurt. So, uh, Boo Myers assumed that spot again, and he's not Riley Reef. He's not Brian Balaga. He's probably not. He's not a Outland Trophy winner like Brandon Sheriff, but I think he's an NFL player, and I, I think he's pretty good. And so, I, I think he sticks there. I think right now it's just a matter of health with him. Getting some clean reps, but but I one thing talking to Brian Ferentz last Monday, Trent, I think you're exactly right. He seems intent on get at least early in the season. He seems intent on getting young offensive linemen time on the field. I kind of like that because you know there's, there's this this offensive line is smart because this offensive line is three seniors pushing it. So. That's a big, big deal, I think, this year. Uh, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette here. It's the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. When you guys have an opportunity to talk to Coach Ferentz, Mark, uh, what do you think he'll say was the difference as, as far as deciding the starting quarterback position? What did Stanley do better to elevate him to the one spot in the depth chart, in your opinion? What, do you hear, what are we going to hear from Ferentz? I, I want to go back and read, and I can't remember exactly what the thing was. I don't know if they ever got very specific last fall when they actually did decide, you know, uh, kind of a preview to this. Uh, they decided Stanley, they liked Stanley better to go into games in case C.J. Beathard got hurt. They liked Stanley better than Uyghurs. To me, that was a huge statement, and that's why I could never really totally buy into the fact that they were calling this a quarterback competition because last year there was a lot of stake when they put in uh, Nathan Stanley at a quarterback for nine throws. Uh, basically, they trusted him. They, he won the trust to be the guy in case Bethard got hurt. So, to me, that was a huge sort of win for uh, Stanley. And here it is. I think it played out that way that I thought it would. But uh, still, I think, uh, what will it come down to? I, I'm going to say, you know, Brian Ferentz on the Big Ten Network saying big arm. And I like that. I mean, if you're going to have a quarterback uh, – and you have an offensive line that should be able to do its business. You have two running backs who should be able to do business. 
uh, I think you go with a quarterback who gives you a little bit more snap in the passing game, and right now it sounds like that's Stanley. Outside of Matt Vandenberg, and we'll see how he's able to bounce back from those injuries to the feet uh, that he had, who are you most excited to see coming out Saturday against Wyoming out of the wide receiver group? Um, I think three freshmen will play. I think Max Cooper, I think Amir Smith-Marset, and I think Brandon Smith. The guy I want to see out of that group is Smith-Marset. Uh, there's a speed element here that this team desperately needs, and I think he's, he's a big part of that, or I think he potentially could be a big part of that. Um, so I think those three guys, I, I think you'll see, you know, guys like Sean Byer were not on the depth chart. I think you'll see a guy like Sean Byer in the field quite a bit in passing situations. Um, but I think you'll see tight ends kind of, you know, yesterday, this is going to be bad and you guys can hang up on me if you want, but yesterday <laughs> I drafted Martellus, I drafted Martellus Bennett in fantasy football thinking he'd be a wide receiver for me. And he kind of probably will be. Uh-huh. And I think Iowa has a few tight ends who will fit that mold. I, I look at, uh, Noah Font, he's listed as a starter. I think he'll be Martellus Bennett-like, a really good move tight end, decent size. Um, and I think Sean Byer potentially could be that. And maybe T.J. Hawkinson is sort of like that. Actually, I, I, my compare right now without having you know him taking his first snaps, T.J. Hawkinson, I think I get a Brandon Myers vibe from him, which is good. Mm. You know, Brandon Myers is still in the NFL. Yeah, indeed he is. Uh, Mark Morehouse is our guest. What about Devontae Young, Mark? I mean, you go back, you flip the calendar back a year. He was one of the buzz guys. Um, one of the buzz guys last August. Didn't see the field much. Fast forward 12 months later, you're hearing some buzz about him again in the month of August. Sophomore in a position of need, great speed. Is the kid from Maryland, will we see more of Young on the field this year? I mean, I don't want, him, I don't want to anoint him as the, uh, the, the message board, you know, that one guy on the message board each, each and every year, and it changes every year, the, the buzz guy on message boards. Is Devontae Young, will, will we see more of him this year? Well, Ken, I think you're right about um, message board. It's not some message board. It's anybody who writes or talks about Iowa sports. They kind of sometimes fall in the trap of glomming on a freshman that you think should do stuff. And usually at receiver, it's a guy like that. And, yeah, that guy usually doesn't have to end up doing much because true freshmen have really, you know, true freshman wide receivers, hard for them to grasp everything in an offense, and they have a shorter window to get it. And I think that worked against uh, uh, Devontae Young last year. I think this year you'll see a player who's probably more confident um, and who probably belongs out there and who might make some plays. So I, I'm, you know, if he catches 25 passes, that's kind of a big deal, I think, in my mind. I kind of put his over-under for his season of 25 passes if he exceeds that. Okay. And I think I was playing some winning football. So over to a little bit more on the defense. And we talked about this at the top. The secondary remains the question there. It seems like the defensive line, which was a question mark starting in the spring, at least we feel like we have some better answers to that. How does it go, and especially game number one with Manny Ragumba, who are the names that we're going to see out there if they have to go nickel, or, or God forbid they got to play some dime? Who are these other cornerbacks? They probably won't want to go more than three deep, I, I think, a corner in this game, because uh, they want their best guys out there. Josh Allen is not messing around. And Josh Allen is a guy, you think one, you think of one player can't beat Iowa, that probably holds true, but one player can sure give Iowa a game, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think quarterback Josh Allen is that guy. The secondary is pretty much new, and this is this is I think a worry spot. I mean, if you're Iowa, I think you have to run the ball a lot against Wyoming, and I think you have to put pressure on with your front four on Allen. And I think that will happen. I think Iowa's front four will put pressure on 
Uh, Michael Ojemudia, I think it's his time. You know, he's getting a great opportunity to show something here as a third-year sophomore. And usually that's kind of a football player's biological clock. If they're not playing as a, as a, thir- as a third-year sophomore, they get a little nervous and start looking around. Great opportunity for him this week. And I don't think it goes much, for, much past uh, Matt Hankins as far as nickel goes. Um, I think what Phil Parker's actually probably hoping is that he doesn't have to show too many personal pers- uh, sub packages in game one, but might show some passing. I, I don't think corner goes much more than three deep. I'm not sure safety goes much more than three deep. One little surprise there. I thought um, Noah Clayberg was going to be the guy at safety. It looks like uh, yeah. as a backup safety, it looks like Geno Stone has uh, worked his way to at least uh, on the depth chart. Yeah, true freshman, right in Stone. I was with you. I thought the the Pella former Pella signal caller was uh, was going to see a lot of the field. Mark, it, look at if if I'm right about this team this year, I think there's going to be a lot of close games, a lot of games that could go either way that may come down to a you know a field goal to tie it, a field goal to win it. Last year, Keith Duncan was the the short range guy. Racinos was the, was the uh, guy that you could at least assume was going to be on the field if you needed you know forty plus yards. Um, Keith Duncan's role this year is, is does he have one or do they feel confident Racinos if there's a 32 yard 34 yard is he going to be the guy that trots out onto the field or what role will Keith Duncan who held that role last year has he lost it I think um, with quarterback I don't think you'll see a lot of rotation there unless there's a total failure by Stanley at, at kicker I think you could probably see a little bit more feel there that that race could go on longer um, that could change more without changing too much. So if if uh, Racino struggles 35 and in or something like that, then they can certainly bring uh, Keith Duncan off the bench. He proved himself last year, I thought. So that's, that option remains open. I really like the Miguel Racino's I saw on Kids Day, 9-9, nine nine, didn't flinch. If you have that kind of fuel kicker where he's – I don't know what he's done all camp, but if he's been as good as he was on Kids Day all camp – that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Don't mess around. Um, leave that guy the guy. Make him the guy, and don't even don't overthink it. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. He'll be with us at this time each and every Monday through the football season. Mark, great to have you aboard. Good to catch up with you. Talk to you next week, Mark Morehouse. Thank you. You bet, guys. Take care. Yep, good to talk to you, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports. Uh, for Jeremiah Davis, who covers Hawkeye football and basketball, the columnist, the very talented columnist, Michael Oss, and, of course, our guest, Mark Morehouse. College football from a national perspective. Trent, Bama, and I are going to go on the record here, TC. All we're right. going to break down. We're going to come up with the Power Five, not the champion necessarily, but give us the championship game matchup. We'll keep track of these. We'll ridicule at the end of the uh, first week in December. Who did who did well? Who not so much? Bama, Trent, and I will talk college football on a national scale. Coming up next on the Ken Miller Show, it's the Big Talker seventeen hundred KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at seventeen hundred KBGG dot com. Are you in the mood for real? classic homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? 
If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. Finding great people to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Tired of it? It's time to try ZipRecruiter, where 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day. How? Using powerful technology, ZipRecruiter matches your job to the right candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. All right, welcome back to the Big Talkers 1700 KBGG. It's the uh, Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. We are here until 2 o'clock. If you're looking for Jimmy B and TC that have kind of, uh, well, not kind of, have owned this time slot over the last few years, the boys have moved. They'll be 4 to 6 Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. The uh, Ken Miller Show, Monday through Friday, from noon until 2 o'clock. Well, he's uh, been a longtime friend of mine. I had him on uh, for many, many years as we talk college football. College football, there's more than just clones and hawks to some of us. And Bama Bob accommodates those who uh, like to listen to college football in a national perspective. He'll join us Mondays and Fridays. We'll recap on Mondays. We will preview on Fridays. Today, we're going to get our championship game forecast. Not necessarily who's going to win uh, the championship game of each of the Power Five conferences, but who's going to participate. Full disclosure, Bama and I didn't pick Alabama last year. I think we both picked Tennessee, if memory serves. Trent, did anybody... Did I mean, I, I know I had Ohio State. Did anybody yeah. have Clemson in the ACC? No, we had... Uh, I had Louisville. You, you had Louisville. Yeah. Bam and I each had Florida State. Okay. Nobody had, nobody had them there. I was the only one of us three that even had Alabama. You both went with Tennessee. What were you guys thinking? Don't know. Who did we... They, they were champions of life, though, Tennessee was last year. <laughs> yeah. Who 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 do we have in the Pac-12? Did, did I have Washington? You had UCLA. And UCLA. Bama had Stanford. I had Oregon. They went 4-8. Oh, Oregon. That's awful. Did, who do we have in the Big 12? Uh, you guys both had Oklahoma. You got that one right. I had TCU. Deesh. So we're not good at this. Don't take money and put it down if you're listening to our picks. I was going to say, so, Ken, so, so why are we doing this segment, I guess, is back to the question. Right. Uh, Bama Bob joins us. Yeah, well, the bar was not set real high, Bama. We should be able to crawl over last year's uh, prognostications real early. And, again, we're not looking for the champion. We're looking right. for the championship matchup. And since we have a hard stop at 55 after uh, each and every hour. We better get right into this, boys. And let's go on record, and it'll be up on uh, my new website that's, again, a work in progress, KenMillerShow.com. Uh, let's start in the SEC, Bama. But neither one of us thought Alabama would represent that conference last year. Shame on us. A lot of Auburn buzz out there this year. Give me your matchup, Bama. And, Trent, you can go second. What's the, who's going to play for the SEC championship? Well, Ken, I... I... Probably what happened last year is I'm, I'm sure I picked LSU in the West if I didn't go with Alabama, and I didn't know how bad their quarterback situation was being. Not going to make that same mistake this year. I, I'm going chalk in the West. I'm going to go Alabama. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're SEC East. They, you know, they play Tennessee at home, and then they, they've got this horribly difficult road trip to Nashville to play Vanderbilt. Oh. Uh, you know, they get LSU at home, two tricky games at A&M, at Auburn. So I'm going to go Alabama out of the West. You know, the East, man, I, it's a toss-up to me between Georgia and Florida. I just think Georgia's schedule is too tough at Tennessee, mm-hmm. at Auburn, um, they, at Notre Dame, maybe my favorite game of the year. Uh, the Mississippi State not going to be easy out of the West. So I'm going to go with the Gators, although apparently they can't settle on a quarterback. So. 
and one of the reasons is they have all the home games. They only have three road games because the Georgia game this year is technically a road game. It's a neutral site game. They get LSU at home because of the hurricane. Uh, Kentucky, Missouri, South Carolina on the road. They do have Michigan and Florida State. Those don't have anything to do on the conference. So assuming they're not beat up, I'm going to go Alabama, Florida, and the SEC. Trent? Alabama, obviously. Me We're, too. Nobody's going to make Me mistake. three. Yeah, right. yeah. We're not going to make ah. that mistake again. So it's it's Alabama easily in the West. But are though, you buying the Auburn buzz at all, Trent? I'm Stidham? Not. Okay. They're eight and four, nine and three. Not good enough to win the division. We'll know by week two when they go to Clemson. Yeah. That Great one. point. Yeah, that, that'll be a good and out east, I don't like anybody. I think the Georgia hype has gone way too far this summer. I'm See, I'm buying, buying it. it. I am. Uh, I figured you'd be heading there. Yeah, I am. So I'm just going to go off the wall. I'm picking the Stoops. Give me Mark Stoops and Kentucky. Really? In a three-way tie at five and three, they get the tiebreaker, and we'll have the Wildcats play in Alabama getting beat by 50 in the SEC championship. You know what, Bama? I remember about a month ago when you and I first started talking college football, albeit on television, I asked you about Kentucky. Do you remember that? Because that was one of those buzz teams. Trent's buying Kentucky. I can't. I'm going to go Georgia, boys. Bama, I'm with you on the schedule. Uh, The Auburn game, the Tennessee game, both on the road. Uh, to me, it's going to come down to the, we can't call it the cocktail party anymore, can we? That game in Jacksonville. Oh, well, we can, but. They, uh, right, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go Georgia, boys. I'm going to take Georgia and Alabama. All right, let's move on. Up next, fellas, uh, where do you want to go? Let's go big. Let's go Big Ten. Let's start uh, with you, Bama. Give me the championship game in the Big Ten this year in Indianapolis. Will be between whom? Uh, well, out of the West, you got to go. You got to go Wisconsin. I mean, there's no, there's no Penn State. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's, um, there's no Ohio State, no Penn State. They get Michigan at home. The road games at Nebraska, maybe you know, at Illinois, at Indiana, at Minnesota. Got to go with the Badgers out of the West. Man, the East is tough. It's really tough. I don't like Michigan mainly because they got the two road games. They're at Penn State. They're at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, those are tough ones. I can't take Penn State because that to me for them to win, they're going to have to win in Columbus. Otherwise, if they don't, Ohio State's got to drop two. Now, Ohio State to me has a tougher schedule. Oklahoma week two. I love that game. Uh, you know, they get Penn State at home. At Michigan, at Iowa, at Nebraska, tricky spots. Opening on a Thursday night at Indiana, um, but all that said, they got the most talent. They probably have the best coach. I'm going to take the Badgers and the Buckeyes. I know it sounds like chalk, but I don't know that anybody out of the East is going to get through undefeated. I'll, I'll say that. I just think it's going to be wide open. And and part of me really hopes I'm wrong on this because I'm not an Urban Meyer fan, but I think he's got the most talent. I think they're going to somehow scratch out the East and meet the Badgers in the in the championship game. Do you agree, Trent? You're going a different way. I uh, told you earlier I'm not buying Wisconsin this year. I think they're a step back when many people believe. I'm going to go with Northwestern to get it done. Same kind of thing. We might have two blowouts now in the championship wow. game. Northwestern, Ohio State, <laughs> Kentucky, uh, Alabama. Might be an ugly championship Saturday. Yeah, I would rather see Northwestern pick off Wisconsin, but I'm not going to pick it. I, I'm going to take Wisconsin. I like Hornibrook. Um, I mean, clearly, the it's on the quarterback, and I think he's good enough to get Wisconsin. In fact, I think Wisconsin boys can run the table. I do. I've said as much. I'm on record as saying that. Yes, Bama, I agree with you that they get Michigan at home. Uh, the Northwestern game is in Madison this year. The, the following week uh, in Lincoln. I think Nebraska's down this year. So I'm with you, Bama. I'll take Wisconsin and Ohio State. 
And off we go to the West where we've got a couple of... Uh, I think it's going I think there's going to be some disparity here as far as our picks as we go to the Pac-12. Bama, Bob, you are up first. We've got five minutes left, boys. Yeah, I'm taking USC out of the out of the South. Uh, Darnold to me is he's probably the best quarterback in the country in a year loaded with them. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know I, I'm going to I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to take Stanford out of the North. They've got that game. They get Washington at home on a Friday night. Okay, they now listen. I know it was Rice. I know it was in Australia, sixty-two to seven. You know you can't put much stock in that. However, uh, I just think that that game is going to come down to the North, the uh, the Stanford Washington game on a Friday night in Palo Alto. So I'm going to take them. I'm going to go Washington. I'm sorry, Stanford USC. Go Washington. Going with Washington out of the North. I was close to maybe going something a little wild. I love Stanford. I think they're going to be I do too. really good again this mm-hmm. year. That's going to be a fight. But it's kind of schedule kind of broke their way more, even with the loss of, of Ross and a couple other pieces there. I still think the Huskies got the best schedule out of the North. And they have Jake Browning. And they have Browning. I agree with and, that. And that, totally and that agree. helps a, a long ways. So I'm going chalky here for the first time. USC Washington for the championship. Mm-hmm. Not as much difference as I thought there were going to be. And for the second straight conference, Bama Bob and I are Bama Bob and I like entirely so far it's like you guys talk the same or something <laughs> well you had georgia florida that was your difference that's right I, I picked georgia you're right i'm with bama on this one bama i like that i mean how good is that friday night game right oh my god uh, oh. yeah stanford usc for me uh, darnold is a terrific player terrific quarterback in uh, in in a sport that uh, is loaded with terrific quarterback how about that i mean how about the conference right even falk at washington state's good yeah. browning at yeah. washington uh, josh yeah. rosen at ucla there's some uh, there's some qbs in the conference boys to the big 12 we go and there will be a championship game this year and it will be a rematch that we know for sure uh, look i love big 12 i love the fact that they play everybody especially in basketball the home and home is just phenomenal uh i do see this conference eventually expanding or who knows but we'll save that for a slow day, maybe, uh, in May or June of next year when it always rears its head. Bama, who's going to play in the the inaugural Big 12 championship game? Yeah, to me, this is the easiest one out there. It's got to be the Sooners and the Cowboys. you got the two best quarterbacks in the conference, Mayfield Rudolph. You don't know Lincoln Riley, new, new coach at Oklahoma. Texas might have a say in it. They get Oklahoma, you know, in Dallas, and then Oklahoma State back-to-back weeks. They get them in Stillwater. I don't know that they're ready to compete. All the buzz around Herman. You know, I got to go chalk on this one to me. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, whoever. I just think, I I don't know, I just think we're going to see a rematch of that game. I I can't see anybody outside of that conference uh, yet that's going to challenge either one of those two teams, mainly because of the quarterbacks. I'm going schedule again. Oklahoma, the obvious pick for one of them. The other one. Going Kansas State. Yeah, you're not alone, Trent. I, I love yeah. the way their schedule breaks. They can't afford anything silly, and they're certainly maybe it takes seven and two, but I'm taking them as my second team, K State. You know, this one to me, I'm with everybody on Oklahoma, and, and I'm with Bam again on Oklahoma State. But Trent, this one was the one that I really wrestled back and forth with. Uh, Ertz gets another year in Snyder's system. He seldom gets a quarterback to come back. Uh, in back-to-back years, I'm going to take. Yeah, I, I've got. Uh, let's keep it in Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State for me. And off we go to the conference, who has the distinction of the national champion will be trying to defend its crown out of the ACC. 
in Clemson this year. Not a lot of people giving Clemson an opportunity to get back there this year. Uh, Bama, we'll start with you. The ACC, is this an all-Florida affair similar to the Big 12 and all-Oklahoma affair? Where are you going in the ACC championship game, Bama Bob? Yeah, I'm going I'm going Florida State out of the Atlantic. Look, their schedule is brutal. They open with Alabama. They end at Florida, okay? But in between, they get Miami at home. Uh, they get Louisville at home. They, they do have to go to Clemson. But I, I just think, you know, guys, they're just loaded with talent. I mean, mm-hmm. of all the neutral site games Alabama's played under Nick Saban, this is the one they can lose, and it's because the talent that Florida State has, speed, size, depth, everything. If they stay healthy, Francois especially, uh, well, I, I can he's really good. I can't see them. I, I know they got Lamar Jackson to deal with and everything else, but I, I just I really do like Florida State. The only thing is, are they going to maybe be beat up coming out of the Alabama game because they got Miami week three? I'm going Hurricanes out of the Coastal. No Louisville, no Clemson. Uh, you know, Malik Rozier, at quarterback, I, I think Mark Rick in year two gets it done. I, I just don't see. I know there's a couple other teams. So much noise surrounding North Carolina uh, off the field that, that I don't know if that's going to be a distraction or not. But I'm going Seminoles Hurricanes for the ACC championship. Uh, the music's going to play right away here, Trent Condon. Who do you like? Florida State, the easy choice. I'm going Vatek. I love Puente. Awesome guy. I'm going with uh, that one, Hokies and Seminoles in the ACC. And I'm going with you, Trent Condon. That's my ACC matchup as well. We are on record. Bama, you'll be back at this time on Friday. We'll preview a handful of games as college football is back, my friend. As you tweeted the other day, we made it. Yes, we (laughs) We did. Indeed. Thanks for having me on, and congrats on the new gig. All right, you can thanks, fa- thanks Bama. You can follow Bama Bob on Twitter at Bama Bob. We'll take a timeout. Correct. We'll come back. We're going to go to Vegas. Jason Symbol will recap. Crazy, crazy Saturday in Las Vegas. That's coming up next on the Big Talkers seventeen hundred KBG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One only on seventeen hundred KBGG. You can help the victims of Hurricane Harvey by making a financial donation to the American Red Cross Disaster Relief Services. Simply text Red Cross to 90999 to give $10. That's Red Cross at 90999. You can help the Red Cross as they battle the effects of Hurricane Harvey. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Think you can't manage the down payment it takes to purchase a new home? Think again. You could move into a $150,000 home 
with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.19%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. At Progressive, we think your floral boutique is the bee's knees. In fact, it's all the bee's knees in every hive of bees in all the trees from here to Belize. Please. Everyone agrees. You deserve the expertise of Progressive Business Insurance. With over 40 years of experience helping busy bees and their knees glide with ease like a gentle breeze. So whether you're a worker bee, a queen, or none of these, buzz over to ProgressiveCommercial.com if you please. Faster than a bee's knees as he pollinates the leaves of three trees. Progressive Casualty Insurance and Affiliates. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since... 